Hi guys, welcome back to what I'm teaching this week. In this video, we're talking about fifth grade lessons for what was supposed to be January, but it's actually gonna be like January and February because we have had a hot mess of a month and it involved like going virtual and different classes being out and it, it's just been a disaster. So all that to say, we're studying this into February. It's fine. We're, you know, it's, it's going to be whatever. And in these lessons, my kiddos are learning about three note songs. So this is learning closet key and pianos. So if you've been around and you've been watching my fifth grade lessons, you know that I've been trying to get them on the pianos for like months and months and months and it has not worked out. And so we got to January, like, cause I would have like, oh, surprise, you have to go to the classroom this day. Oh, surprise, this class isn't here. Like it's just, it's just been a hot mess central. So in January, I was like, we are going to the pianos. They're going to the pianos like every day. It's great. And so I was like, this is what we're focusing on. This is happening. So we're doing that. We're also doing closet key because I'm told them we're working on three note songs. And yeah, so let's get started. On Monday, my fifth graders come in and the first thing we do is listen to the song Chain of Fools by Aretha Ringling because you know, she's amazing. And because it's going to come back later. Also, if you hear a lot of banging, the military base has been doing like artillery, artillery, art, artillery training. There we go. Um, but there's like two local bases and they've both been doing it. So there's a lot of loud noises. So just ignore them. Um, but what we're doing is we're listening to Chain of Fools. And so first of all, we come in and we review each of the rhythms we know. So we know quarter note. We know eighth notes. We know half note. We did learn 16th notes, but... We were virtual, so most of them forgot. Uh, we know rest and we know whole notes. So those are what my fifth graders know after, you know, again, two years of virtual. And so we listen to the song and they're putting the rhythms in their feet. So like I'll put up on the screen one of the rhythms. And so they'll just play like in their feet. They'll like walk like ta, 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 ta. And then I'll switch it to eight notes. They'll go ti, 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 ti. And we start pretty slow. And then I get like faster and faster and faster. And I try to go like with the phrases. So we'll do like, you know, 16 note, 16 measure, or measure, 16 beat phrases, and then like eight beat phrases, and we'll like change it up to see if I can try to trick them. It's a good way to just like, you know, get, get the wiggles out. After that, they sit down, and I will mention that we do go over all of the rules because it is January, and it's just always nice to, I, you know, I say that, but I think we go over the rules every Monday. But anyway, in January, we always make sure that we like review all the rules. We review like where the fire exits are and like all of that stuff, just cause it's been a while. Um, obviously a lot more brief than we do in August, but still nice to do that. Um, then I pop on the screen, a couple of different pictures of these gardens and I'm like, okay, on the screen, there's a garden and somewhere in that garden, there is a key hidden. When you find the key, give me a thumbs up. And so I'll wait a few minutes and see if they can get it. And then um, once they, it's in the tree, if anyone's curious. And then once I have a couple people with thumbs up, I'll have one go and point at it. And so I have three of those. They're just literally three random pictures I found on the internet. And I like put a little key clip art in them. So it's pretty like big and fairly obvious. And so after that, I'm like, great, we're gonna learn a new song this week. And it goes along with that. Um, with those pictures because it's about losing a key in a garden. And so the song is Closet Key, if you don't know it, and it goes, I have lost the closet key in my lady's garden. I have lost the closet key in my lady's garden. So I'll sing it through once and then I'm like, and then I ask them to use their hands and we do like body 
movement along with it so we just tap our legs for what i know is doe they don't know that um me and then ray so ray only happens at the very end and so as we do it i'll also ask them some questions so i'll be like okay the first time we'll sing it and i'm like okay what three things did i touch and they're like oh your head and your shoulders and like great i'll sing it again and then i'll say okay what was the highest thing i touched they're like, oh your head okay what was the lowest thing i touched they're like great sing it again how many times did i touch my shoulders and if they don't get it you can sing it after you ask the question and have them figure it out um and so then i'm like great um we have not learned trouble clef because that was it's just all been a mess really is is the is the gist of it so i like to teach treble clef in third or fourth grade but since they went i think i was just starting to teach this set of kids treble clef and then they went virtual and it was just a disaster so i i have had them all of this year but we haven't learned it just because i've been trying to like pretty much re-prep them for everything um and so I tell them I'm like all right so this right here is like a picture of what we've got going on and it's on this thing called a staff can you say staff I'm like, great I'm like okay how many lines do we have five great in between the lines we have spaces how many spaces do we have four great I have them count with me and point to them and I always start from the bottom and I point out like oh we always start from the bottom when we count them and then I'm like great the staff is really really helpful because it is like a map and so if something is at the top do you think it'll sound higher low and they're like oh hi I'm like great if it's at the bottom it's gonna sound higher low and they're like oh low I'm like great so like if I have these two notes, am I going up or down to those? And they're like, oh, up. I'm like, oh, good. And when we sang it, we did, I have lost the, and we went up just like this. So it's literally a map showing you the high parts and the low parts. And I'll have them tell me like, are we going up or down, up or down, up or down? And that's all we're doing for staff at the moment. I might not teach them trouble cliff at all. I don't know. And so I'll, then I'll sing through it and I'll have them point to the notes for each one. And then I pull the whole thing on there. And then I ask them which part is different. And the only part that's different is the very end of the lines where one goes up and one goes down. So I like to point that out because those things are gonna come back later. And I'm like, great. We're gonna use this song to play on the pianos later on this week. But before we do that, we need to make sure that we know where all of our notes are on the piano. And they're like, okay, cool. So we've been watching this video by Little Kids Rock that just goes through and explains like how to find the different notes um, by referring to them as forks and chopsticks. So we say the two black keys are chopsticks, the three black keys are forks, right before your fork is an f right before your chopsticks is a c and then you can do it. okay c and then d and so he just goes over that and he like shows the keyboard so they can see it really well so i like that um then i show them really briefly a picture of our keyboard so that i can point out things like where the volume is and where the speakers are just all of that kind of stuff so they're just used to what it looks like um and then we go over to the keyboards and we do exactly that we find groups of two black keys, groups of three black keys. And then we find, okay, if this is a group of two, where's C? And we go through all of that. And then to finish it out, I go through and I grab this little chord chart, which is free on Little Kids Rock's website, by the way. Um, actually not this one, the minor one. And I put it so that the tonic is on a and so what it does is it just highlights the keys that they're gonna play so i go around and i stick them in and i show them like okay this 
you know, this colored part touches this key. That's the key we're playing. And so I tell them, you can play any of these three keys while we listen. So A minor, I believe, is Chain of Fools. And there's also on Little Kids Rock, like a whole like search engine. You can search by like number of chord and, you know, chord changes and difficulty level and all these things for like different pop songs. And so I usually do, or I'll start them. I just tell them they can play any rhythm of those three notes and then I'll stop it. I'm like, great. Now can you do two notes? And so that way they're like changing it up and we'll do it, you know, another 30 seconds. I'm like, great. Now can you do all three notes just so they get used to like playing different things. And then I'll say like, okay, can you play all three at the same time? <laughs> and so, um, the, cause that's a chord. And so just, you know, getting them used to all of those things. That's really my goal with this is just like getting them used to it, getting familiar enough that they can handle anything. So that's day number one. On Tuesday, the kids come in and I take something and I stick it in the middle of the room and I say, okay, I'm going to walk around the room. And when I get close to this thing, I want you to drum your hands really loud. And when I get farther away, I want you to do it quiet. And so I'll just kind of walk back and forth around whatever thing it is. So today I use just like a stuffed animal in the front and I just walked like back and forth and back and forth so that they got used to like the highs and the loud parts and the quiet parts. Um, and then after that, I'm like, great, we're going to play a game. And it goes along with that song we learned yesterday. So let's go over the song. So we go over the song. And then we're playing the closet key game, which has been a huge hit, which is ex excellent. So this game, um, somebody hides an object. It's supposed to be a key. I don't have a key that I, you know, trust them to not lose. And so I've been using like an orange ruler. And I'm like, this is our key. And we're just going to pretend. And they're like, okay. And they hide it somewhere in the room. I actually, one nice thing about the rulers, I tell them one inch has to be sticking out um, just so that if they can't see it at all, then you'll be there forever. Anyway, um, and so you hide it in the room. One person, while that person's hiding, is closing their eyes. And then when that person has hidden the item, the, I call them the hider. When the hiders hidden the item, they go back to their seat. Then the finder comes out and they walk around the room and try to find the key. To help them, we all sing the closet key song and we get louder when they're closer and quieter when they're farther away. So it's a really good way to get your kids singing, especially with fifth graders, because the game is really fun. So they want to do it, um, even if they're quite reluctant. And usually uh, by the time we go through everybody, that's all the time that we have. Um, this week actually was, we had like not a lot of kids. And so we got through it like quick, 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 quick. So I kind of combined Tuesday and Wednesday, but on Wednesday, what we are doing is we are playing like a quick version of the closet key game. And then after that, I'll go over to the xylophone and I will play on the xylophone the song closet key and uh, while we're singing and I'll have them, I'll ask a few questions again. So I'll say, okay, how many bars did I hit? And they're like three. And I'm like, Oh good. How many things did I touch on my body? And they're like three. And I'm like, Oh look, they match. And then we'll talk about, you know, going up and going down. Are they close together bars or are they far away bars and different things like that, just to kind of get them used to like the different things. And then I'll play it and I'll have them pretend to play it like mine play it. After that, I have them get in groups and I give them a piece of paper that has the rhythm and the letters on it. And in their groups or their pairs, they have to figure out how to play it. It's really simple, it's only got three notes. So it doesn't usually take too long, but um, since it's 
dough and meat and they're skipping that ray sometimes it is a little bit more tricky so i give them 10-ish minutes to do that and then after i and i walk through and i actually check off like okay this person's got it this person's got it this person's got it um and then after i you know feel comfortable that most of them have it down pat then we'll do it all together and so we'll like all play it at the same time and we'll do that a couple of times so that everyone gets a turn and all that after that, then I'm like, great. We're now going to see if you can put this on the keyboards. And I did this, if you remember, with hot cross buns with like one class because hot mess central over here. Um, but, and I really, really liked that. So I wanted to bring it back out for this one. And so I'm like, you know, you and your partner go to a keyboard and see if you can figure it out. It's going to be the same pattern as on the xylophone. There's a poster that shows you which notes are which, um, but you know, you need three and it's going to be the same pattern where like you're skipping that one in the middle and all that stuff. And so what I found is most of them can figure that out. Once they've done it on the xylophones with the letters on them, they can go to the keyboard and then kind of figure it out. So typically they like pick three at random but they'll do the right pattern. And so I let them do that first, just kind of like figure it out. And then as I see them and they've got the right pattern, they're playing it, you know, correctly. Then I'll be like, great, can we use these three keys? And I'll show them the actual keys that they are. And then they'll like practice that for a while. And then we'll do that all together as well. And that's usually all the time that we have on Wednesday. I don't typically see my kids for five days in a row. If so if I do get to see them, then on Thursday we're doing centers. And if not, that's okay. We're going to do like the same centers next time. So if they missed it, it's okay. Um, but things that they are doing. Oh, I did not show the people that. Things that they're doing. Um, number one is I have a group with me and they are going through and we basically review everything from Monday. Okay, find a group of two, find a group of three. Where's this note? Where's that note? Where's that note? And I write down who is correctly identifying the notes so that I know, you know, how much more time do we need? And if they're doing pretty well, like today I had a group, actually we did this today, and I had one group that was like flying through, like they figured out all the letters even though we'd done keyboards like twice. And so then I have them put their whole hand on like C position and just practice going up and down on those five notes because that is one of the biggest struggles i see is using all five fingers they want to use you know one finger um so i have them practice that if they get through it then another group is at the keyboards as well um and i just have them like these keyboards and then we're on these keyboards and so i have these different rhythms i think i got this in a free rhythm game on tpt I don't know. Um, but they, then I wrote letters on them. So you can see this one says like G. And so they just find whatever note that is and they play that rhythm. And so it's a good way to get them finding the notes and also playing the rhythms. And it's fairly easy. And I have like a giant poster that shows where all the notes are. And I always structure my centers so that the group that needs the most help comes to me first. That way they get a review before they go there and whoever needs the least amount of help comes to me last so that that way, you know, we just, it just works the best. So that's group number two. Group number three is writing a song that has three notes. So I tell them to pick three letters that are preferably next to each other. I need to look through and see if we got that and I give them this really simple piece of paper it just has boxes on it and they just write the rhythms they want to play in here and then the letters underneath so super simple um on Friday if we did not do this on Thursday then the students are doing this not the whole centers but they're just doing this section so we do a brief closet key 
warm up, we do this. And then I have them take their composition and go to the keyboards. They show me first, then they go to the keyboards and they see if they can play it. So I give them 10-ish minutes to try to play it. I would like to this week see if any of them want to perform them for each other. I don't know if they're gonna want to or how many will want to. They really, I've done that with xylophones before. I've never done it with the keyboard. So we shall see and I will report back and let you know how it went. And then after that, we are pretty much done and we're gonna do game time because we do student versus teacher points. So if the kids are doing a good job, they earn points and all of those points are minutes of a game on Friday. So I usually let them pick their game. Um, and so my process for that, in case you've never heard it, is that I will say, okay, like what game do you want to play? That's a music game. And so I'll just write on a whiteboard, like, okay, we've played closet key. Okay. We've played, um, big fat biscuit. Okay. We played say, 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 like, I'll just write down all the things we've played and then they vote. So they close their eyes and they raise their hand for the one they want and whatever has the most votes wins. And so that is how we figure out what we are doing for game time. And it's a great time. So uh, that is really nice. Um, and that's all my fifth graders are doing. And we actually got to go to the keyboards, at least this one group. And I'm determined that we're going to get everybody else on the keyboards. They're, they're gonna, they're gonna learn. It's gonna happen. Or, you know, at least they're going to have fun. And honestly, when it comes to second semester, fifth grade, my main goal is just like, I want you to have fun and I want you to like music. And everything else is secondary because they're about to leave me and go to middle school. So, you know, I want it to be fun. I want you to enjoy it. I want it to be easy for me. And we're going to have a great time. So I hope that was helpful. I would love to know what your fifth graders are doing. If you have taught class piano, give me all your tips because I have been doing it forever and I still know nothing, but I'm working on it. So this year has definitely gone more smoothly or it would if we, you know, got to see the kids consistently. So this week went, this week went really smoothly. So I'm feeling pretty good about myself. Um, and hopefully I can keep that up and the kids will learn or at least, you know, have fun. So all that to say, thank you so much for watching it. Don't forget to hit the subscribe, don't forget to hit the subscribe button because I film these videos every week and tell you all the things that I'm teaching in my Lamborghini music class. So if you need ideas, I got all the ideas. Thanks so much for watching and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you.